Yo, what's up, guys and girls? And what up, what up? Whatever you decide to identify as. Welcome back to another episode of the Worst Behavior Podcast. How is how are my fellow co-hosts doing today? I'm doing well, man. I'm tired. Tired. I got five miles, dude. I uh, I got my second dose today, so I'm officially a Moderna poppy, Moderna mommy. No, it's Moderna mommy, bro. I'm I'm Pfizer poppy. So let me know if anybody wants their their toes licked. Badass Pfizer. Hit me up. <laughs> what are we doing today, Oscar? So, today we will be playing a game that our listeners may have heard of. They might have seen it pop up on an Instagram ad or on TikTok. It's pretty popular now. I just want to say that we had this game before it was popping. And we're not going to say I had it first. Yeah, on had it first. But um, he doesn't have it right now, so that doesn't really matter. Uh, we're going to be playing We're Not Really Strangers. Uh, it's a card game. And um, basically, there's three categories of cards. Um, each category delves deeper, I guess. They're more like uh, personal. And you're supposed to play this with somebody that you may not know or maybe someone that you really know really well. But these cards will help you, um, you know, find out a lot of more things about that person than you may have thought you'd already known. So Pretty we're much be like pl- help you understand the other person. Exactly, Rohit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to start like level Year one? three, baby. Let's get straight to it. Three. Money three. on the flow. Let's get straight to it. All right. All right. Do you want me to skim through them to make sure they're interesting first? Or do you want me? I mean, we can yeah. skip on them on some of them. Yeah, we'll just vote skip if they're like, eh. All right, this is a good one. <clears throat> what level is this? This is these are level threes. <clears throat> Wait, so level should threes? we? Are you serious? Should we? Should we establish who you're asking the question for? Like, are we gonna do turns? I think we're just gonna answer it for ourselves. Each of us all together. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should all answer the question. Uh, I think this one we can all answer it. Uh, we can get passes though. Should we get should we get passes or like no skips? No, no, no skips. skips. No skips. Uh, That's pussy come shit. Lost some passes, bro. No passes here. Um. <laughs> all right. So the first card reads, "What are you currently working through that I don't see?" Who wants to go first? <laughs> Damn. 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 Did you guys? Do you guys want me to reread it? Do you guys understand the question? Yeah, reread it. Can we read it one more time? <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> it says, what are you currently working through that I don't see? So something that maybe you're struggling with that you don't really talk about, you don't really show any emotions for it, but something that you're struggling with internally. Uh, what is that? Damn. I'm not really struggling with anything, not going to lie. Damn. Whoa, sorry. Okay, okay, okay so. Tino. 
What? You want me to lie? Didn't know your life was perfect, bro. What? Yeah. You want me to lie? I wish I, I wish my life was perfect. I don't have to worry about anything. Bro, his life's on easy mode, I guess. Yeah, bro. We're out here hardcore. Fucking. He's playing hardcore. <laughs> He's playing life on creative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go first. All right. Let me think. I think um, what I'm currently working through that you all may not see is mental health. Um, I feel like my mental health is very shaky. Like I can be fine one day and then other days are harder. And it's just hard for me to express that with you guys because when you guys see me or whenever i'm with you guys i'm sure you guys always expect me to be the the same old you know goofy silly guy that i always am around you guys so it's hard for me to show you guys that other side of me because i don't want to you know i don't want you guys to feel like well i i guess i guess deep inside like unconsciously i don't want to let you guys down like oh this guy's sad bro how boring like make us laugh stupid i don't know it's yeah. it's just hard for me to express that to you guys sometimes but i do have my my bad days and my worst days and my better days but i'm working through it i feel like i'm getting the hang of it okay that's okay. understandable mm-hmm. and as we, a friend we want you to talk to us yeah as friends just know that we're here for you and if you need anybody to listen or if you need to you need any advice but I get. I think most importantly, at least for me, I sometimes I just need somebody to listen to me. Not even even if they don't have anything to say, just the fact that that person is there and willing to listen to you mm-hmm. means just a lot. You out. And just mm-hmm. know that we're here for you for that, Alex. And we love yes, you, sir. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. I will admit mm-hmm. that that one time I did, uh, as I was driving home from the bay, I did vent to to Rohit one time mm-hmm. um, about just like family shit and you know struggling with like my family understanding my life choices and how what i do i'm doing because it makes me happy or whatever and then i don't know just rohit's reassurance was very heartwarming and i was it was it was hard to to fight the tears on the way back from the bay i'm snapping i'm snapping for you guys i'm snapping (laughs) for your heat but I do. I appreciate you, Rohit. That was you said some really, you, really cool things that made me feel a lot better. Thank you. I'm Let me glad just give it, a shout out to Rohit. Shout out to Rohit. Best friend. Dead ass. I love bro. Rohit, man. Love he deserves the world. I just want to put that out there. Rohit really is the best friend, bro. Everyone in, in a podcast, everyone message Rohit, tell him to have a good day. <laughs> yeah, because this yeah, dude's always yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Always on Twitter, spreading positivity, bro. I hope y'all have a good day. And mm-hmm. I feel like he rarely gets that shit back. So, so everyone yeah. fucking message Rohit yep. right now. And if y'all don't, it's fate on sight. I'm gonna slap up. you. Listen, y'all, y'all better, y'all better smash his like button, or else I'll smash some. Huh? Oh fuck! It's getting huh? juicy. All right. Oh, um, I just love you that much, Rohit. Just now. <laughs> love you too. Does, anybody, anything does for you? anybody want to? Get and I mean next? anything. Oh wink, my wink. god! Didn't probably um, get it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go next. So, uh, can you reread it one more time, just so I could like go uh, off that? Yes. What are you currently working through that I don't see? So I guess mine kind of stems off of Alex as well. It's more of like a mental health thing. I've been really like mentally exhausted. I've been 
having these days i'm pretty sure i've told a couple of the boys last couple weeks maybe like months uh i've been like going back and forth feeling like a burden not knowing what i'm doing kind of like breaking down which is weird for me because i've always tried not to be vulnerable but it's been like kicking in a lot more within the last like month or so and it's definitely hard to get through the day but i try my best hey man yeah, sure. I, it's same thing like we told alex yeah we're like, all here for you and we love you mm -hmm. what, appreciate you guys if you don't mind me asking what mm -hmm. is it that's making you feel exhausted it's more on trying to trying to focus trying to focus on the better but my mind just goes back to uh like negative thoughts that i've had i guess in the really more recent in the past but it's starting to get worse mm-hmm and I'm trying to stem away from that. And, you know, all my friends have really helped me through that. Even worse back then. Uh, yeah, if it wasn't for my friends, I wouldn't be here. That's what we're here for, baby. Yeah, Rohit, well, just know we're, we're here to support you in anything, any choice you make. We're here to be as supportive as we can be. And I, I want to reassure that. you that you're never a burden, Rohit. <laughs> Never, never stop thinking that. See, never a burden. I get told that, but my mind kind of goes. My mind kind of just goes different places, and I overthink. Like I know Alex, uh, that one thing that I told you about, I mm. overthought that for like two weeks. I know, bro. I and I know, know, I know, it wasn't like it wasn't something to overthink or be like so emotional about. But for some reason, my mind kind of took over and. I let the, I let that get the best of me. Yeah, I mean, the human brain has a way of making regu does. regular trivial situations shitty. The human brain, bro. Mm -hmm. you literally, you can literally think of anything. Anything. I, def I definitely like. I try to, knowing that how negative like my mind can get, I try to be try to be as positive as I can. Hey, bro, just appreciate the little things. It shows, man, because every time I've hung out with you, I've, I've, ne I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you in person wow. in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. So just know that. Pretty rare. Just know that you're, you're light <clears throat> in this world, Rohit. Appreciate that. Thank you. You're my light. Yeah. When <laughs> I can't see. <clears throat> Hans, would you like to go next? Yeah, I could go next. Um, Mine's going to go kind of in a, in a different direction, but I feel like, I mean, aside from like existential dread, bro, like I think the one thing that I'm struggling with right now that you guys can't see is that I'm like so caught up in what's going to happen in the next year because I feel like the next year and like a half for me is going to be, there's so many things I want to do before, because ideally, because I want to get into DPT school. And I feel like once I get in, if I get in, that's kind of like a very, <laughs> a very turn, like a turning point in my life. Cause I feel like I won't be able to, after that, it's just a grind. Cause like I'm gonna go to school, like I'm gonna go to work and like that's just gonna be the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And I feel mm -hmm. like this next year is the year where I really try to like do all the things that I never thought I would do. Like for example, I was supposed to go skydiving last week and it got canceled because of the rain, but I have so many plans for the next like year and a half, They're, like things I want to do, things I want to try. 
and I feel like I'm really getting caught up in it and I'm forgetting that I have to do like shit in the present day. So I'm always thinking about the, like the next, the near future. And mm -hmm. it kind of stresses me out because I forget. I'm getting like hardcore senioritis, senioritis right now from, from school. Like I'm hella slacking on one of these classes. And like, I'm not really giving a shit about it anymore, but I still need to graduate. You know what I mean? So like, like yeah. if I don't do these classes, I'm not going to graduate. And I'm not going to get anywhere in the next year and a half. So I don't know. I just need to like, you know, tune it back to the present day a little more than, you know, the near future. I'm just mm -hmm. overthinking it a little bit. Got to take it one day at a time, bro. That's bro. true, man. If you, I don't know. I feel like. If you think too far into the future, you lose sight of like what's in front of you. So yeah, but I, I but I also feel like you got to plan things. Yeah, I mean, like if you got goals and you don't plan it, like it's that's delusional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you can't sense. say like, oh, I want to be an astronaut and not really think about the the future. The you know the steps to get there. Like you'll never leave the fucking ground, dude. Yeah. So some something that I, I was listening today to today at work, I was listening to. um have you guys listened to Steve-O's podcast? A little uh, bit, yeah. I should though. He he I had um, he had Rob Deerdick on there, and he was basically talking to him about like, oh, like how successful he is and like what he's done and blah blah blah. And Steve-O, Steve-O like mentioned like, oh, like I'm trying to do all these things, but I'm never, you know, I can't like I can't be as big as you or you know stuff like that. And what Rob the advice Rob Deerdick gave him, it was like, oh, and I I really resonated with it he said think of where you want to be what kind of life you want to live he and um plan each step in between to get to that thing and just accomplish each step one by one and um i don't know it seems very like basic but like at least for me like i i never really plan things out i kind of just have like a oh i need to do this but I never think of the steps like leading up to it. Right. Yeah. I think that's um, that's a type of um, scheduling that like internal scheduling that you need to have to be able to get stuff done, but also to like not not necessarily just focus on one thing like way in the distance, but focus on small things in between. Yeah, and, and one of the the books that I'm reading right now it's it's called Small Changes Make big changes uh some small habits make big changes and it's basically trying to tell you like you know when you got one if you have a goal you have to do you have to basically what you were saying just do like small things to get there because those small steps add up mm -hmm. so you know you might feel like you're going pretty slow because you're taking small steps but you're still going in the right direction so you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be discouraged by like the pace you're going or you know say like you wanted to be at this step at this time already but you're not there i mean it's still okay and i feel yeah. like a lot of people struggle to accept that yeah definitely it's really easy to get uh when you have like big goals like that or big things you want to accomplish it's it's so easy to get tunnel vision and yeah. it's it's also it's definitely a big struggle for me too so i appreciate that oscar because i never I, I might have to take a look at that podcast actually yeah, that podcast is was really really good because like i don't know some people think of rob deerdick and just see him as like the guy on ridiculousness mm -hmm. but like he talks about the deals he made and like how he made them and how he negotiated and what he wanted to do and how he did it it's like really it was super inspiring 
I, I recommend everyone listen to that that podcast. I'm gonna listen to it for sure. Uh, I guess I'll go next. I'll go next since Tino's life is perfect. Stop. (laughs) Tino's just here to eat food and listen to our sorrows. I feel like Tino has something, but he doesn't want to say it. I'm literally eating hot Cheetos here, just listening to you guys. Dude, I was. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I I was just talking to our coworker about this other day about Tino. How it's so funny how he has this like, like childlike innocence about him, <laughs> and it's like, it's just so Ooh. funny and like Which positive. Uh, Joanna, what about me? Oh, we were just talking about because I forgot what we were talking about. I think we were talking. Oh, I guess uh, some lady at the at when you were guys were getting your vaccine. I guess some lady was was she mentioned oh, how yeah. her daughter lives in Hawaii or something. And I forgot what you said, but no, no, I I told her I was going to Hawaii, so I needed the vaccine, and she was like, she's like, oh, I love Hawaii. My daughter lives in Hawaii, and I was like, yeah, you want to go with me? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, and we were just talking about how like you have this like childlike innocence and like humor, and it's so it's so funny, and I feel like I feel like it's good to have a person like that around. Of course it is, because it I'm telling you guys right now, I I have. I have days, but it's not like it's not like bad, you know. If I have a really bad day, then I will vent to you guys. But and you think, do, yeah. I think I've like mental health wise, I feel like I've kind of gone through my stage a few years ago, so pretty solid now. Good. L- lucky you, bro. My stage started a couple of years ago and it's still going. <laughs> Like not not trying to uh, like knock Tino, but like I feel like I would never be able to get to that point where I feel like I'm like complacent with how I feel mentally. I feel yeah. like if you're always like if you're ever going to be like content, like I feel like you'll never want to like better yourself in a way, you know, because like, I mean, people people deal with like, you know, issues all the time and then they eventually you know some most of the time they find motivation to better themselves and that's good for that person but if you're always you know complacent i feel like you'll just stay in the same spot you'll never try to better yourself yeah maybe we yeah. need to maybe we need to get tino depressed so we so memory could memory uh, could take off. <laughs> i'm not saying i'm content but i'm um i'm like i'm happy with where i'm at right now you know but obviously i okay. do want to get on another level of happiness you're just not stressing about it. Yeah, I'm I'm I've become I've 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 tried my hardest to become stress free. You know, nice. I try not to stress a lot about things. What's, I try not to stress about a lot of things. What's the key? Honestly, bro. It's I it, it's kind of hard to explain. What's up? It's hard to explain. I can't like put it into words right now. It's a long ass story, bro. I'll have to but, listen to that off air. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Oscar, so you're going to go? Uh, Yeah. So let me read the question one more time. What are you currently working through that I don't see? Um, I don't know. I've, I guess I've always, I can't see, like, I feel weird about saying, like, I have a mental health problem or I, not a problem, but, you know, like, I'm not fully there because I've never gone to like therapist, a therapist or anything 
Do you know? Do you know why you haven't gone to a therapist? I mean, if you want to explain that, I. Mm, I don't know. I guess I just. To. Well, I'm trying to find find a way to answer that because I don't. I've never really thought about that myself, but. I don't know. I guess I just. I like, just haven't thought about it. I. I mean, I've thought about going to a therapist, but it's like. I don't know. In my head, I'm like, oh, what's this person gonna fucking do about it? You know. Yeah. But um. And also, like, I, I don't know, I guess my way of dealing with things is just kind of, like, just bottle them up. And not that really. That is never the right way. I, I never underst- the right way. I understand that. But, that I mean, I don't know, because I guess the way I was raised, at least in, like, a Mexican household, like, I've never really seen my dad show emotion. So, it's like. Feel that. It's like, oh, like. I can't show emotion. I'm a, I'm a boy. I'm a guy. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't ever be sad or, you know, you know what I mean? Right. That's because that you're toxic a man. Masculinity, that, yeah, bro. Toxic masculinity talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is. And like, I've, I guess kind of going off of what Hans was saying about an exis, existential crisis. That's kind of what I struggle with the most. I don't really, I, I, I think to myself, like, okay, like, what am I doing right now? Like, as far as, like, where my life is. And it's, like, I don't, I feel like I have a plan, but I, I, sometimes I feel like I don't. And, like, there's things See I, that. there's things I want to do, like, that I have a passion for. And then there's, like, it's, I don't know, I think to myself, like, be realistic, like, do what you have to do to, yeah get the bills paid you know so like that um with that type of thing existential crisis i used to struggle with that but i i later down the road i i learned that well i i ended up like telling myself you know teaching myself that not everybody gets the opportunity to like live you know like some die young some die when they're still in the stomach so they don't get to experience everything that we get to experience and i think what we have is definitely a gift and um and and we we don't live that long you know 100 years if it, it sounds long and all but it's really not that long in the long run so i try not i try not to like dwell on that so much i instead i think about like oh what are all the things I can do before it's my time, you know? And I want to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because I just blessings, not your problems. Exactly, and like because people don't get to experience what we have. Even now, like you could be poor as shit right now, right? Mm-hmm. But there are people out there who are going through worse, and I always think about that. Yeah, and that's that's when I that's when I um appreciate the little things you know picking off on what you were talking about how like you know life is short dude like i haven't really started deep thinking about it until like you know a couple months ago but like so i I work at a physical therapy clinic and i work with a lot of old people like and it's very interesting to me you know kind of observing them and like asking them about their lives and like their personal perspectives like honestly like it's kind of weird like getting this information from a physical therapy clinic but a lot of these old people are just looking for someone to talk to because they're just they're just lonely dude 
because like once you get old like you know your friends die and it, it's pretty sad to think about it but that's it's a reality that yeah you know you can't really avoid and mm-hmm. you know it's it's sometimes i i look at some of the patients and they have like they're like super grumpy about it like they're having you know their end of life crises and they're just grumpy yeah. you know always complaining and mm-hmm. but there's also patients that you know kind of inspire me to be like them because they're always like you know happy and positive and i feel like if you can get to like that age and like you know these people are struggling with injuries too so they're always in pain and if i feel like if you're old and in pain and you're still able to have like a positive mindset on life and you know be happy and be a good person and all that i feel like that's just like mad respect and i feel like that's just like one of like my biggest inspirations and my takeaways from working with old people is because like you just see that because I mean, these people were like us, probably thinking about these same things back then. Yep. And yep. um, you know, it's just interesting to see how they turned out. You know, based on their their how they looked at life back then, I can kind of like see how their how their life ended up being in their current state. You know, while they're old. And so I feel like it's it's kind of okay. So like before working here, like I honestly like <laughs> didn't like old people, <laughs> but you know, working with more old people, uh, you know, every day, it's, it's very, very interesting. And it gives you a very, like, you know, like, deep thoughts on life all the time at work. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you, I don't know, it's just something I always think about. And that's like one of the things that maybe I, I struggle with too, that you guys can't see. So like, I feel like everyone should be able to, you know, look at the perspectives of like, people the elderly and see and use that for themselves like as a perspective like into their future you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. exactly and that's why i respect like old people so much i see them as i see them as like a really big book of lessons and you can you can learn a lot of lessons from them um whether it be like mental health because obviously there are old people who have gone through that shit and even worse yeah so mm-hmm. and to see them happy you know you're like damn like like what did you do to get there and like you know they kind of to me they kind of seem like a light like like hope like happy old people you know that's hope yeah going back on to like what tina was saying like about um you know there's somebody there's somebody out there that has it worse and whatever like i'm very grateful for for like the privilege i have of like living where i live and you know having a roof over my head and having food in the fridge and whatever um because my dad my dad immigrated here from mexico when he was like 15 years old and so um like i'm super grateful for everything he's given us and everything but like at the same time that same i I don't know i feel like it's what i feel is like a guilt like uh like if i don't do something or if i don't do if i do something that um that like would will support me and support my family like if i do something other than that then i'm like letting them down you know Mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't feel like i feel like doing that but doing it in a way where i don't like let's like i don't like my job or it's not something i'm very passionate about Mm -hmm. like I don't want to do that, you know, but like, like I said, that guilt of having, or that guilt that I feel 
pushes me away from like pursuing things I'm more passionate about just because <clears throat> doing what I'm doing now is uh, more like financially stable. You know right. what I mean? If I, I was in, if I was in your family, Oscar, and you, you know, if I was, if I saw you do working a job, you know, to provide for us and, but you, like you said, you weren't maybe content with it, but it gets the bills paid, but then you wanted to try something that you want you're passionate about i would respect that i mean personally you know even even if it risks our financial stability i feel like i would respect your decision to want to pursue something like that yeah i mean i appreciate that but i don't know that's <laughs> that's not how the it's, world works on you know it's will, different yeah it's the, it's because it's 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 easy for us to say that because we Obviously, we all feel the same way, but the way the way our parents because I struggle with this too, Oscar, like I I struggle with this a lot. I think the way that our parents see it is that we're we're not they I don't know. I feel like they don't believe in it to an extent like they feel like, oh, like that's cool. Like you want to do this or you want to do that. But this is what gets the bills paid. And this is what you should do because this is how you'll get by in life. And they feel like for them personally, they probably never got to express or do what what they wanted to do because because of life, because they couldn't afford to do it. So so they're stuck in that mindset where you you have to work. You have to work your ass off every day and do a job, even if you don't like it just to survive. But You know, it's just, it's hard because I, bro, I literally like, okay, what was it like 2018? So like three years ago, um, my parents were just bugging me and bugging me and bugging me about going to school or going back to school. And I was like, okay, I'll go back. So I finally enrolled at a, uh, a trade school to be an electrician. And I did that shit for like a year and I shit you not, bro. I was so fucking depressed, like so fucking depressed like that shit made me like i was it was just really sad i don't really want to talk about you know the thoughts that went through my head but it was just a really dark time in my life Mm -hmm. and then when i finally decided listen like this shit is not for me i'm gonna take a break i told the school i was like listen i'm gonna take a break i'll be back to finish whatever i have like two more classes left these classes are are each are a month each so it's basically two months of school that i that i need to finish to get my certificate or whatever and i took a break and i haven't gone back since and then recently my parents have been bugging me about going back and i'm like bro like i have my mindset on on what i want to do now and it's not that because i i do i i refuse to like i'm not knocking people who have a nine to five and you know they have their blue collar or white collar whatever job but I, I just can't see myself slaving away every day just to make ends meet. Like, I, I refuse. Like, I, I want to do something that's meaningful, even if it's not for the for the world, at least for myself. Because I want to stay true to myself and what I, you know, what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. If And if it, if it doesn't work out, I told my parents, like, bro, like, let, let me figure it out. If it doesn't work out, let me deal with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's hard for them to understand because, I mean, obviously they're our parents and they want to see us succeed. Yeah. And it's just it's hard. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. I, I like what you said, like I, I would I would hate to be at that age. Um, 
at the age of the people you're dealing with Hans at, at the clinic, I would hate to be that age and think back and be like, wow, I spent my, I spent my life, uh, you know, being an electrician or being this and I didn't even like it when I had this passion that I never pursued. But at the same time, that's what gets the bills paid. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think a lot of them, you know, who struggled with that, I feel like they eventually tried to convince themselves that it's never too late to pursue your passions though. Cause I, I have had conversations with patients who, you know, they worked a whole a whole career that they didn't like, but they retired and then suddenly they're pursuing the things that they wanted to all along. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not everybody has that type of luxury depending on those passions and, and stuff too. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. just something to uh, think about. That, that Asian dude that was on um, The Hangover, bro, he used to be like, a I think it was a doctor was a or doctor. a dentist doctor yeah. doctor mm-hmm. and he quit and pursued acting bro at like an older age too mm-hmm. so i thought that was really cool yeah he talked about it on his stand-up i believe mm-hmm. yeah he does stand-up too huh mm-hmm. Mr. but um yeah man i think you should just do whatever makes you happy bro because at the end of the day i think your parents our parents want us to be happy no matter what at the end of the day but just just sucks that you can't always do what makes you happy and put pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's but true. Eventually if 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 you pursue it hard enough then then it'll happen. But um like Oscar, like how you said you were feeling like guilty that that what what you're doing won't make your family proud of you or whatever. Um when I um so like there was a time where I like I had a breakdown and I like broke down to my mom and like just told her everything and um she basically said like oh like do do what makes you happy like i'll support whichever whatever you do right and you know you know how our moms be they will tell your family so she ended up telling all of my aunts and my uncles oh man about like what happened to me and she was and my uncle texted me and he was like hey you want to talk about it all this stuff and i was just telling him like it's like i feel i like i want to help I want to like help pay bills you know i want to i want to support my family and everything and he was like he was like i had that same conversation with my dad which is my grandpa um and my uncle was a long time ago my uncle um like cried to my grandpa about how he was like sorry he couldn't like do enough to like help pay the bills and all that stuff and um my grandpa basically said the same thing that my mom said, you know, like do whatever makes you happy. Um, like it's like, sorry, I can't really put it into words like that, but basically just do whatever makes you happy at the end of the day. Like they want you to be happy no matter what. Right. Cause they don't, they don't want you to be like sad. Obviously no one wants you, no one wants you to be sad, especially your family. But, um, my uncle was telling me, he was like, it's okay to be selfish sometimes. And I like really thought about that. So, uh, I'm spitting facts here, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick, I mean, quick I, question. Would uh, you guys say that money can buy happiness? Yes. No. Yeah. Um, I would say that it would make it a lot easier to find happiness. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You have a point right there. I, I personally, and I've, I reiterate this all the time. 
it depends uh, how deep you want to look at it that's true i i definitely think money is just the root of all evil it involves money be, be, makes people greedy greed is like the most evil thing of all and when people do get greedy they can do some really sick shit to stay greedy but it buy me a truck <laughs> but at the end of the day that the, if they're searching for money that that's what makes them happy right if yeah that's what it, if that's what does it for them it's all but, about um, how you look it's all about perspective bro like let's at say at the end of the day like if i because for real like music is my passion right if right. i had if i had my bills paid if i had my my rent paid exactly. if i had oh, like yeah. i could presume i could pursue it that music. way yeah and having money to, can not worrying about money can bring a lot of happiness there we go there we go yeah it relieves all the stress that you more a lot of the but like directly like i mean you know people just look at service level like if they buy me a car will that make me happy like most people will say yes yeah. but that's, that's buying not, what you want yeah will make you happy mm-hmm. it, it, if money was just not a thing <clears throat> then everybody would be happy bro well yep. on god if if we could i would go back to fucking trading stones and sticks for food bro if we trade could. and barter yeah that shit sounded fun bro, bro you'd, you'd, be eating, you'd be eating all the cheetos dog <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm almost done with my cheetos. next question do you want to move on to the next question yes yeah let's go what time are we at right now almost 30, 30 minutes. minutes yeah that's yeah, it bro i could have swear we were talking longer than that holy shit <laughs> All right, let me see if I can find a good card. Uh, here's, here's a good one. Um, when's the last time you felt lucky to be you? Fuck. Uh, um, let me read it again. When's the last time you felt lucky to be you? Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like I'm lucky to be me right now, because mm-hmm. I mean I feel like previous versions of me I wouldn't be happy to be that person. So yeah, I can understand that. You know what I mean? Awesome. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I I I like who I am now more than you know previous versions of myself and i think mm. about that every day so that was probably the last time i felt like i was happy to be me in the present day there you go okay, okay. but in terms of like in happy to be me instead of another person i mean this is this is like you know not even that serious but um yesterday um one of my i'm in a group project for for one of my classes and we had a quiz and uh <laughs> we we kind of like um group thought the quiz together and we basically took it together but one person was the trooper who took it first and got the score that we were looking for or you were like he got the score for us and he got a six out of ten <laughs> and i was like damn you're justin you're a trooper bro you're like i'm lucky i'm not the person to uh submit first yeah because we ended up all getting a better grade than him shout out damn. to justin in my in my in thank you group Thank you, Justin, for helping my one of my best friends succeed. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. I'll step closer. Quiz. I was gonna say I I don't think I can't think of it of, of any time I felt lucky to be me, but there's there's been times where I've been happy to be me, 
I guess it would be easier to answer it uh, in that way. Mm, I can I guess that's kind of how I, answer, how I answered it. Yeah. It, it, for me, it's kind of like that. It. I've never, I've never like really thought about that until you asked that question on here. But now that I think about it, I'm probably like, I'm like, I'm. I feel like I'm always feeling lucky to be me because I have a great group of friends. I have supportive parents, you know, we're not homeless on that type of meaning, you know, on that yeah. deeper level of meaning. Mm-hmm. I'm in like in a, I'm in a solid headspace, you know, just the things that I'm grateful for is what makes me feel lucky to be me. Yeah. Um, what was the question? <laughs> I lost when was the, the last time you felt lucky to be you. Oh, um, actually, I don't know. I think about it pretty often. Like, yeah, I do go through my hard times, but I don't know. Just the fact that I live with, um, my family and I get to see them every day. Cause, um, a while ago I've been, I was thinking about moving out of state, but, um, like I started thinking about like how much I would miss my family. Mm-hmm. And, um, I kind of like just put that idea aside, but like, I'm really grateful that I get to see my family every day. Uh, I'm grateful that I live with my girlfriend and I get to see her every day. But, um, oh shit, oh shit, you're right, you're right. I just want to throw it out there too. I'm, I'm very uh, <laughs> grateful for my girlfriend too. I just... Just had to throw it out there before I got shoot out. But yeah, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I think this is a really good question because I think it wants you to look at how recent you thought you were lucky mm-hmm. to be you. And that should be pretty recent because I feel like if the last time you felt like you were lucky to be you was a long time ago, then maybe um, you got to look at things a little differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's true. the main purpose of that type of question. I really like that question. Yeah, that's it. A- Damn, so you can say I'm pretty pretty good then? (laughs) Yeah, if you're feeling lucky every day, that's pretty good. I mean, if you you ever felt unlucky, you were you, I mean, that's not good. So, I mean, we could talk about that. We're all pretty damn lucky. We're we're on the the only planet that we know of that can fucking support life. (laughs) Exactly, bro. We don't have the shit end of the stick. We do the shit end of the universe. In the words of uh, my friend Garrett... He said, uh, "What did he say? We're just a, we're just a speck of dust in the galaxy, vibing at our own pace." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Nats, my guy. I love Garrett. Shout love out to Garrett. Garrett. Too. Shout out the Glizzy Goblin. Glizzy Shout Goblin Garrett. or something. <laughs> uh, what about you, Rohit? When was the last time you felt lucky to be lucky to be you? That's the question. I lost the card. I, I misplaced the, it. I guess. I guess the the funniest. The way to explain it was when I felt, you know, at the at the peak peak was last. Oh shit! What day was it? Last Saturday. Yeah. So I come home a little early. I see a tent all set up <clears throat> in my driveway, right? Um, you know, I see that my my family was trying to surprise me, but they weren't fast enough. <laughs> I got home just a little <laughs> early, you so you know, I take off. They sent me to go get ice. They sent me, my sister sent me to get, uh, get her some vape juice. So I'm doing it. And long behold, this dude, Alex calls me saying that his car's broken down. 
So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go see what see what's going on. I get there, Supremo's already there. I'm over here trying to diagnose this dude's car, knowing damn well I don't know shit about cars. I'm over here <laughs> like, okay, it might be the fuel pump. Trying to hear for it, putting my ear against like like his air filter. He's trying to start it, trying to scare the shit out of me, just to find out he sabotage 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 his own car, just to get me to stay out longer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all so it took was one fuse, baby. All it so took was one fuse. You. Wait, so yeah. how, how did you find out it was just a fuse? Like, uh, so he mentioned, so I would have, like, I didn't think about it at first until he said, maybe it's with the, um, he mentioned his radio and the fuse and something. I was like, oh yeah, maybe it blew the fuse like it did last time. And, you know, him being his little sneaky piece of shit right there, he, he pulls out the fuse, puts the fuse back in. Didn't realize, like, exactly what he did, like, where he put it. He's like, oh, it starts up just fine. <laughs> and, then he's like, and then he's like, I have to go to my stepdad's birthday yeah. party or something. Yeah. Like, okay, all right. And they take off. My sister calls me, tells me to pick up some ice, which I was already doing anyways. But I'm like, okay, whatever. And I get home and I see, I already saw everyone's car. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Alex is here too? <laughs> I, just, I was like, I just went to go check on his car. I thought you would oh, beat yeah. us there. I was, I mean, I was driving kind of fast, but I was going down. What was I going down? It's going Oakdale and Floyd. Yeah, but you stopped to get ice. That's why I didn't think about that. I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, he already got the ice. He's going to go straight home. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I walk in. All y'all are sitting at the table. Just y'all started saying happy birthday. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> And that was that was a really good moment. And then, you know, thinking back at it, I should have never given my friends the option to pour my shots for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was off the henny last week. You were gone yeah. before midnight, bro. Bro, Hans Hans was on his way back and and he was like, Are you guys still there? And I was like, nah, bro, we left. We got Rohit too drunk too fast. <laughs> Dude, I was hitting VTech all the way down 99, so, bro. I was literally like 10, like maybe like 15 minutes away. And then you guys said you were about to leave. I was like, so, Fuck. so what happened was, so, you know, I went to work that day. Um, I woke up like 45 minutes before my shift. I had to get ready and I left. Um, I didn't eat anything that day. And when I got back home, I had like a couple pieces of chips and one of those little like, like finger sandwiches and a Hennessy. That's it. That's what Ugh. fucked me up. I had nothing to eat. Damn. Bro, those finger sandwiches are so good. Hey, we gotta I, we gotta upload that video of Rohit with the balloons at the end of the night to the to the oh, podcast man. Instagram. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. We'll we'll upload that when we drop the episode. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wally played the the music from up. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh shit, that was, that so, was funny. so funny. <laughs> All right. Next, next question. Next question. Let's um, do, it. do it. We're about to hit 45 minutes soon. Yeah, I feel like this one might take us a while to talk about. I think it's what a, it? I think it's a good last card. Cool. Um the card says oh. What's the hardest truth you had to face this past year? Ooh, man. Damn. Tough. I hate to have dead air, but it's 
we're really thinking about these questions here. The audience is probably thinking about it too right now, though. Yeah, I hope I hope you guys are thinking about these questions and answering them for yourselves as well. I can go first if you guys want to think about it still. <clears throat> Please. What's the hardest truth you had to face this past year? <clears throat> so, I mean, this wasn't last year. I mean, it's with, I guess, from now... From today till today last year, I guess that that counts, right? But anyways, earlier this year, um, I had a close family friend pass away from COVID. And uh, I don't know, it was... um, The funeral was very sad because um, he was only 30 years old. So he wasn't even like... He wasn't even old or like... Had yeah, any, he had like, a lot in front of him, man. He mm-hmm. didn't have any pre-existing conditions. Like, because you, you, you hear about, like, COVID, like, oh, it's, you know, it affects old people more, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This guy was 30 years old, <clears throat> and um, he passed away from it. And um, we, so this, because of the COVID restrictions and the guidelines, only only two people from my family were allowed to go. And so... I went and my older sister went and um so this family friend was um his mom is my madrina when I got baptized she's my godmother from when I got baptized and she had a husband um my padrino Beto who passed away in 2011 I think it was 2011 or 2012 and so um I don't know. It was just super, it was super sad because she lost, this was her only son, her oldest. And so like, since, since my godfather passed away, he was kind of like the, I guess the man of the household and stuff. So just like seeing my godmother, like crying and her daughter's crying. It was just super sad. And, um, and the, I think like I've been to other funerals, but um, I was a lot younger, so I didn't really like like capture what was actually happening and what had happened. But um, like seeing him in the casket, it was like it was very like eye opening because like you don't know if you're gonna be here tomorrow. We don't know if we're gonna wake up in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck, like life. Life can life can be really fucking short for some people, and we do not know what what the universe has planned for us. Mm-hmm. So um, it is true. I feel like um, the hardest truth I had to face this past year is that the world doesn't wait for anybody. It's it's gonna keep going whether you're ready for it or not. So yep. I mean, try to try to do the things you love. And try to try to enjoy the enjoy the good times with your friends. Try to I don't know. Try to be happy because you don't know when your last day here is going to be. Snapping! I'm snapping my fingers. That was really good, Oscar. That was a good Thanks, one, man. I don't I don't think I can follow up anything like that, but I feel like I had a similar realization. Um. You know, just picking back off what you said about, you know, life can be short. 
And, you know, when we did, you know, when I did get COVID last year, it kind of did start to hit me a little bit. Like, what if I do die, you know? And, you know, I was covering it up mostly with like, you know, self-deprecating suicide jokes at the time. Like, <laughs> I remember I posted on Snapchat, like, <laughs> so I have a... No, oh, God. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to oh, go there. Yeah, I oh, God. I remember these. It was like, you know, like, I really got to think about my funeral guest list, right? You know, like, the, the people that I really hold close to. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like that was something that I never really thought of before because I've never had anything close to, like, a near-death experience like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, like, near-death. It was just, like, I don't know. Yeah, you were like pretty I've had bad. Clo- you were pretty bad. And I felt, you know, guilty too, because like, what if I prematurely, you know, what if I spread COVID to somebody else and, you know, they prematurely died? You know, I felt, I would feel so guilty about that. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I feel like everyone's had a tough year, whether you had COVID or not, but yeah, um, I I can I can only imagine the what you felt like when you had COVID. I I'm lucky I never had it, but um. Yeah, I mean it's weird because some people, like my my older sister had it and she was, she was symptomatic, but her husband, which is the person she got it from, had zero symptoms, but. Like like you said. If he, if he were to put to spread it to somebody that did did have like underlying health conditions that would cause the COVID right. to like kill them, I was like, worried. I was so worried for my parents, dude. Yeah, I could. Yeah, how could I live the rest of like say, like because like my mom was an essential worker. She's a nurse, so she takes all the precautions, right? How, imagine how guilty I would I would feel if I got COVID and I got her sick and then she ended up passing away. Because of something I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something for a reason that I put myself in that situation to get to give it to her. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just something that I was thinking about. And and Hans, I want to apologize on behalf of the of the friend group, because I know there was a lot of jokes circulating around the chat about you giving it to us. And I just oh, want to say, I don't know if anybody ever apologized to you, but, you know. No, I want to no. say, well, I, I, I also want to mention, I never took part in these jokes, Hans, just so you know, <laughs> I, I would, I'd like to say, I'd like to say that I did not apologize to you, Hans. I'm sorry. <laughs> because okay, e- pol- even if, I even if you apologies. did, even if you did spread it to us, it, we are all responsible. We were all there. We all chose to be there and we knew yep. what the, we knew what the risk was every day yep. whenever we would hang out. Yep. So we can't. We can't just when it comes down to it, just point fingers because we were all there. It could have been yeah. any of us. We we're not even a hundred percent. I'm honestly not. E- I don't even think it was yeah, you yeah. that gave it to I'm, us. Yeah, to be honest, I'm really not sure who it was. But like, I, I genuinely do not think it was you because why? Because nobody at your work got it, so it just it doesn't make sense. It wasn't doesn't that correlate. what the joke was that he went that when he went to like the was it the dinner or something like that? It was like a party yeah. or something. Yeah. Cause I was at a, a work dinner right before mm-hmm. we hung out. I, I just, I just want to say that that Christmas party we had was lit. Oh my god, that was very fun. 
<laughs> it was okay. It wasn't the best party. Was it worth or being, the best get together? We was it worth? I had a good time. I had a good, nothing and no, nothing it, and nothing is ever worth getting COVID though. I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, say, no, was it worth getting yeah. COVID? Unless 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 it's like stop cough. stop stop. But oh my god! I won't even go there. <laughs> Wait, but, uh, like our secret Santa day? Yeah, our secret <laughs> yeah, Santa. Secret yeah. Santa. We'll, but we'll yeah, got a Miata and we got COVID. Yeah, basically, <laughs> holy shit, bro. <laughs> hey, Will got a Miata. We all got COVID, but we got a new PC. You got a PC, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then Wally got a brand new GoPro from all you're of right. us. <laughs> and I got fucking puff. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brian for that one. I enjoyed him, though. Shout out to Brian for real, bro. <laughs> and me too. Feeding my addiction. I got, I got you a puff bar, too. Oh, yeah, you did give me a puff bar, huh? I got you a small and Wally you. and Supremo and Zach a puff bar. Did I? I got your money no, no, it was just me, uh, Asmar, and Supremo. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. But yeah. Who wants to answer it next? I think it's Alex, Tino, and Rohit left. I, I, I can't answer it. I'm, I, I don't have anything to like talk about it. To be honest. All right. I could. Uh, I forgot you're perfect. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I could try. I just, I just don't. I, I try not to overthink a lot of things. So. Can you Can you read it again? Yeah. What's the hardest truth you had to face this past year? Um, um I mean it's hard. I, I can't say I've really faced any really hard truth any really hard truths this year, but but this year I feel like <clears throat> made me a lot cuz I've I mean I've always been in like an empathetic person and this year made me a lot more empathetic i feel like this was a year of empathy for me because um you know what with covid and everything um you know it really opened my eyes and a lot of people's eyes to the reality of of life and how how fragile it really is and um i guess i guess the biggest truth that i had to face this year or the hardest truth was that uh that and no one lives forever, really. There was yeah. a lot of a lot of death this year. Lots. A lot and of there's death. Still, there's still mm -hmm. a lot of death too. And there's but... yeah, and it's still going on. And and I think it. <clears throat> if there's anything we can take away from it. It's uh, like Oscar said, just appreciate the time you have with your friends, with your family, and you know, be thankful that you're still here. Every day you wake up, as cliche as it sounds, every day you wake up is it's a blessing. Like yeah, truly. Exactly. Because, you know, you never know when when you might go. And I just hope that when I go, uh you guys don't cry at my funeral. Because I already I lived, told you what's happening at your funeral. I lived a happy life. With you guys. I'm gonna smack your I'm gonna I'm gonna smack your dead body, bro. No 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 I'm gonna no, remake no. that video. What you're gonna see is it's 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 gonna be a sad wedding, right? Not wedding. Wedding? My bad, bro. Okay, it's it, you know it's gonna be the you know the normal sad funeral. All of a sudden you're just gonna see me and Aldo just fucking going at it, bro. Just fighting for the Jetta. <laughs> uh, on sight. I, I appreciate just to, that. Ju just to just to back up what I said about um not having anything to say. Like I all right, I I've accepted I've accepted all types of truths for a few years now, okay? Talk um, about them. I'm pretty prepared for everything, huh? Talk about them. Like everything that I've accepted? Just the like last a truth. last major the, one. Last major one, yeah. 
hey, well, this was like year, a few years ago when I was going through it, but I've just accepted that that same thing like what Alex said, basically what all of you guys said, like life doesn't last long for everybody. Like every like anything could happen. I I could I could my heart could stop beating before I even wake up the next day. So I've just accepted all of it. I've accepted death. I've accepted I've accepted like death. I've accepted um you know, pretty much just death. I've accepted like all of that. <laughs> I've accepted that we're all gonna die one day. I've accepted that that people are gonna die. I've accepted that your loved ones are eventually gonna die. That is but the hardest truth to accept. It, it is a really hard truth, but no matter what, you're gonna have to move on. Mm -hmm. Not just not just for like other people, but for you too. But um, yeah, man. I I used to I used to wake up um, every day for almost a year telling myself oh i'm alive like i woke up like thank you for that and then i'd go i'd go about my day that's good tino yeah Honor. yeah <clears throat> anyone so else next right what up am i the last one yes sir oh, shit. what's okay, the hardest well, truth you had to face this past year so one of them is like you know death happens uh everyone's everyone's not gonna make it some people don't even get a chance to make it i guess the best way i can like perceive that is whenever when my mom was in labor uh they pretty much told her that my heartbeat was gone that i wasn't i'm, I'm not supposed to be i i you know, obviously i lived but they told her i'm not supposed to be here essentially and i guess uh I do. I'm grateful. I'm I'm grateful to be here. Sometimes, you know, you you gotta accept that you might not be here the next day. You have to. You have to put. You have to have. You don't have to make it like your full mindset. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna die tomorrow. I'm gonna go do this. Yeah. But there's always that possibility that you might not make it to the next day. Um, one also thing that I can really like say about it, or in another subject is, you're not always what you appear to be so like someone can look someone can be like a nice looking person on the outside like either personality wise or even attractiveness but their 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 soul they're like they're ugly as hell on the inside because they have hatefulness and spite you know you always gotta you always gotta be be aware of who you asso associate yourself with or mm -hmm. you know who you're around because Sometimes not everyone is chalked up to be how they perceive themselves. I don't mm -hmm. know if that really makes sense if yeah. the way I'm explaining it. I I get what you mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Okay. Another thing I wanna I wanna talk about is like ghost stories. It's not it's not oh, God. Huh? <laughs> uh, ghost said, stories? Ghost <laughs> stories. <laughs> No, dude. Let me tell you guys about one more ghost story. One more. No, ghost story. no. What were you gonna kidding. say? Uh, we're saving that for Halloween. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say um, it's not about I'm I'm it's not, I'm not gonna talk about the previous truths that I've accepted, but I, I've accepted as well that in the future there's gonna be more things that I'm gonna have to accept, and it's it there, there, if there's one thing it's um, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everything's a process. But um, I was going to say that 
you're gonna be sad again at one point you're, i mean i'm not saying that you will be but there is a chance you know there's always sadness there and sadness will always happen to everybody because it's a part of life but i i know that one day again i will i will go through like something really sad again but but i'm gonna get through it you know what i'm saying yes, yes sir. sir definitely yes sir i mean i'll let me i'll add one last one too in, in an attempt to end this on a lighter note one of the truths that i've accepted within the last year is that my knees are not bulletproof <laughs> oh, oh yeah why is that <laughs> my acl in june trying to do a, a sham god move in front of my freaking garage dude damn so party like an animal though <laughs> i did but bro i remember that's so stupid i remember hans is <laughs> hans had his his acl torn and uh i think supremo posted on his story of you guys i don't know if you guys had a party or something but everybody was like arms linked and like throwing their legs up in the air like a like a line. And you see, uh, he like pans to Hans and he's like doing it too. And, I'm, and I, I remember I replied to him, I was like, "Bro, isn't his AC his? Oh no, I said his ACL doesn't look torn to me." <laughs> Where was that? I I kind of was at like, Zach's house. What was were it? You? It was oh, Zach's house. Oh yeah, it was Zach's, Zach's house. Oh man, bro. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah, that shit don't look torn to me, bro. He's over there swinging that bitch. Damn. Bro, he was jumping everywhere and shit, bro. You should have <laughs> seen him. He was on some shit. Bro, I I drank a lot in the last year, and I got fucking... Once I, once I was drunk, bro, I didn't feel anything in my <laughs> knee. Yeah, but how did it feel the next morning? Fucking sore. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, bro, what, literally what was after I that doing night, last I had to night? ice my whole leg for like fucking two hours, dude. That shit hurt. Bro, all you gotta do is get Hans drunk and start playing Mad City. Oh, Man, bro, Mad City. Over, like, <laughs> it's fucking over. One of my biggest, biggest like fantasies, I guess, is like me just being at a Kendrick Lamar concert and he starts playing <laughs> that song and he, he brings me up for the first verse. Yo. Would you say the N word or no? No, no, no. I, I'd point the mic at the audience at that point, bro. <laughs> or I'll just like, right, not, bro. I'll just like, you know, close my mouth. <laughs> um all right one more thing one, one more one more thing before we uh close mm -hmm. this this wholesome episode um all right guys let me let me spit a bar okay all right let's hear it let's all hear right, it. All right, right. hey throw the beat on oh my gosh I can't. hey no hey hey, hey th oh throw, throw on uh throw on an uh inspirational beat oh my god you're not really doing oh this, my are you? god oscar's gonna do it <laughs> Yeah, bro, I'm serious, yeah. Don't get me started, bro. Also, <laughs> inspirational type beat. Let, let, let me, yeah, let me, let me sit a bar. Inspirational type beat. I'm not actually gonna rap. I'm just gonna talk. Okay. All right, guys. Bro, this sounds Listen. like like some some like church type beat. I feel like I'm at the church, bro. All right. I'm being lifted into heaven right now. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm ascending right now. Hey, look at my 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 Twitter header on on Twitter, and this is exactly how I feel right now. I'm looking at it right now. All right, podcast, oh podcast co-host, close your eyes. All right, and listeners, close your eyes. All right, let me let me spit to y'all. All right, I'm closing. All right, you're gonna have your sad days. All right, everybody's gonna have their sad days, but there's always gonna be happier days too, right? And at the end of the day. You should you should always 
outweigh the sadness with happiness. Right, right. Yeah. And if you're, yeah, 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 I need, I need more ad libs. All right. So, if you're, if you're always, if you feel like you're always gonna be sad for the rest of your life, 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 life. Yeah. Then, it's, it's your job to change that. Change that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take heat. <laughs> Hey, yo, Peer. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, um, nah, but, uh, if you feel like, deadass, like, if you feel like you're, you're gonna yeah. be sad all your life, then, then you should change that. If, if you really want to be happy again, then it's your job to change that. That's all I'm gonna say. Mic drop. Anyone else want to say something inspirational before we hop off this to the beat? You know, I just want to say that. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Uh huh. And everybody right. has those days. 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 I don't remember yeah. the rest of this song. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I got one ready. <laughs> Walk a mile in these Louboutins. <laughs> my God. <laughs> okay, that's, that's oh enough my God. Of that. All right. Thank you guys for <clears throat> joining us for the yeah. eighth. Yeah, thank you. Seventh, eighth? Seven? Eight? Eight? Um, seven? I don't know. The next episode. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah, us yeah, for yeah. this episode of the Worst Behavior Podcast. Uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, anything don't else? Don't forget. Don't forget to message Rohit if you stay <laughs> this long. Day. This is your your end of the episode prompt. Okay, everybody, mm-hmm. go message Rohit and tell him to have a good day, mm-hmm. please, yeah. and tell him to stay hydrated too. Mm-hmm. You already know um, I got the water on yeah. deck, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Oscar, take All us right, out of guys. here. Okay. Oscar, take us out of here, baby. Have a good day, guys. Got my heart, got my mind.